You're listening to another episode of The Zag. It's our bonus episode series featuring the 2019 NLC LA Engage Fellows. Armand Cash is here. Excited to catch up with him, hear what he's working on. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get to it. All right, sir. Good to connect with you. There's a lot going on in the education world in LA these days. Give folks a little bit of a scoop about where you work and why that overlaps with the education sector. Absolutely. So uh, my name is Herman Cash. Uh, I work for Leadership for Educational Equity, which is a nonprofit um, dedicated to uh, ending in, uh, in inequity um, in education in this country uh, by uh, cultivating a, le- uh, a set of leaders who are um, willing to champion educational equity at all levels of government, um, through policy, um, and all ways of, of, of civic life. I'm so excited to, to talk to you about that. Um, yeah. So are you trying to find folks to, to run for office? Or are you trying to build kind of like wider movements that don't necessarily depend on folks being in office? What's the kind of way that you spend your time mostly? So um, interesting. My background is in campaigns. Um, I've worked on all aspects, you know, all types of campaigns, city council, uh, state ledge, federal. Um, and that's kind of uh, how I got started in politics uh, here in Southern California. Um, and so the last job I had was exclusively working to train people to run for office, specifically women, people of color um, and first and second generation Americans. So that's re- really awesome. What I love about my new job at Lee is that um, we're actually tackling this um, from all fronts. So not only people running for office, but uh, policy advocates, uh, making sure that we have people, uh, you know, leading um, at all levels. So uh, in nonprofits, um, through new startups. And so really trying to tackle this from many angles. And then a little bit on the candidate piece, when you think about the midterms and all the different types of folks that that ran for the first time and all the different types of folks, at least on one side of the aisle that, that won, what do you feel like are some of the things you're prioritizing as you decide who you want to try to convince to be a candidate? That's a great question. Uh, so I think what's really exciting about um, running for office now is the appetite that people have for fresh blood, um, new perspectives, and really people who aren't going to be uh, upholding the status quo anymore. And so I think there's a lot of dissatisfaction with what's going on, especially at, con- at the congressional level and at the presidential level. But um, even at the state legislature level, I think people are really eager to see um, uh, policies that reflect the you know, the, the lives that people are living in, in our communities, especially in diverse communities like the one I live in in Los Angeles. And then you're a little bit unique, too, because you're born and raised in L.A. What sort of misperception do you feel like people have of Los Angeles, maybe who are recent transplants to here? Um, so many. Uh, <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, a proud Angelina, born and raised. My parents are immigrants um, from Central America, but they uh, immigrated when they were um in their early twenties and had me here. Uh, and I think there's like the, you know, there's really like a, uh, an LA that people engage. If you're a tourist, if you've just moved here, if you're kind of looking for, um, the typical, uh, industry. So, you know, movies, um, you know, uh, entertainment, uh, you know, tech. Um, but I think there's a whole nother aspect of LA that I'm really, um, eager to tap into and, and, um, you know, share those stories of working class families across this city, um, from South LA to mid city, uh, to East LA, um, that are really the fabric of the city and, and, um, I, I think drive the city forward. And so I'm excited to, um, to get more people like that, um, that are from working class communities that really understand, um, uh, intersectional, uh, experiences, identities, um, and can really advocate uh, the the many complexities of our our communities in a in a in elected office. I think would be um, my profile of candidate. Yeah, 
And then last thing, when you think about uh, our first session, engaged session was about a week and a half ago. What uh, Now that we're about that amount of days out, what were your reflections on the experience and what kind of things are you looking forward to as we get a little bit deeper into the spring with a couple sessions coming up in February and March? Um, I'm actually really excited uh, to tackle the other policy issues that we've identified as a group. Um, and so uh, climate change and criminal justice reform are uh, huge topics right now. Um, in the political discourse and in policy tables around the country right now. And so I think it's a really exciting time to engage in those topics. Um, but I think what I'm most excited about is the network. I just, the, the group of folks that, that were there were really phenomenal, all doing amazing things in their own right. Um, and so I've already been connecting with them. I'm trying to find times to, to meet in person and, and continue um, uh, that network. So it's excited to, to build on that. Nice. Well, we're definitely excited to have you in the group and thanks for all your contributions so far. And thanks everyone for listening to this episode of The Zag. You can find all of our bonus episodes featuring the amazing NLC LA Engage folks. You can find that in the usual spots where you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, all the places. Go check them out. And until next time, we'll catch you soon.